Um, hello, everyone. How's everyone doing today? Thank you once again for joining us for The Orbit. I'm Azrael as it gets, joined once again by my uh, co-hosts and fellow Etern Eternal Orbit teammates, Mr. Exiles Rhythm. Yep. And Mr. Rude Clouds. What's up? Hey, guys. How you doing today? <laughs> doing good. Doing good, Az. How'd your Wednesday go? Uh, good. Good, good, good. I'm so sorry for the for the technical snafu there. I'm a human being. I'm guys. leaving. <laughs> <laughs> like to talk to a manager. Son of a. There's nobody. There's nobody driving this clown car, guys. Yeah, it's really just a leap of faith. <laughs> Every uh, time we get started up. And as, I'm doing well over here. Get in there. I was gonna say, as long as my compensation for doing the show goes through, I don't care if there's a manager or not. I promise the checks will clear. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so, um, guys, how have you been? How's your week been? Um, X, why don't we start with you, my friend? I, I hear, I hear you've been kicking butt on the ladder. Um, what's up with you and your in uh, Hearthstone this week? Yeah, so honestly, it started at the first of the month. Um, I was anybody who has been watching my stream knows I got pretty sick at the con that I went to a couple weekends ago, and so I didn't stream on the first or the second. Mm. And without the extra distraction of you chat, yeah, I'm blaming you. Um, I just hit legend super quick. I broke into legend at like rank 40 or something. And then I've been playing top 100 legend ever since I peaked at 26. I think it right now I'm sitting at like 105, but that's incredible. Something like uh, 10 days now of, of top 100 legend. Yeah. That's incredible. What is, what's it, uh, what's it been like? Is it, is it more stressful than the normal ladder? Or are you just like immune to that right now? No, honestly, it's a lot less stressful than normal ladder because I know that my my opponents are always going to make a play that makes sense, which makes my plays better because oftentimes my plays are good because I have the proper read. Right. But when they're accidentally bluffing at something that they don't have, mm -hmm. it yeah, my life gets a lot harder. So I'd say <laughs> it's a, I'm a bit more comfortable here. Right. Uh, have you been seeing the same decks that you that that like some of us see at like rank five to one or or, or you know lower ranks? I of learned so many new decks anytime I hang out with my friends, like who are you know who are still like rank two to five or. Right. It, there's a warlock list that runs Soul Warden that I learned about. There's like every <laughs> time I watch, every time I watch your stream ads, there's like fifteen new decks I'd never heard of. I'm like, yeah. oh Jesus, you know. Um, are you like? Are you seeing like super ultra meta decks? Are you seeing like a lot of like crazy twisted or, or like spin off decks from from the from what we see on the on the lower ranks? So where do people in the lower ranks get their decks? They get their deck lists from HS Replay. Why do people play? Why do uh, those decks decks get so much play? Well, they see other people being successful with them. Where where does all this come from? The top of the ladder. So people are innovating a lot at right. the top of the ladder, and you see. A lot of really weird cards, but they make sense. And as soon as you see it, you're like, why didn't I think about putting Shieldbreaker in Zoo? You know? Right. And like, that's how these things evolve. And that's why Cheaty Anklebiter is really starting to pick up steam because me, Sizoklo, and Papa hmm. Jason all believe in the gospel of Cheaty. So, right. And I guess final question on, on the, on the, uh, picking your brain and what it's like to play among the big boys. Um, who have you played that people watching might be interested to hear about? I mean, quite a few people off the top of my head. Mm. 
seventh class. I've played him probably a half a dozen times. Oh wow! Um, yeah, and he's probably the biggest one of note from this season. Mm-hmm. In past seasons, I've played. You know, I've played names, but in the top uh, top one hundred on any of the season, only seventh class is the household name, I guess. Right. You'd say. Okay. And we know you won, so that doesn't even five have to and, be I'm asked. five and one against him. Yeah. Oh, 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 man. Why we signed him, folks. That's a, yeah, that's even a lock versus sniper. mid-range hunter, by the way, every oh, single match. Really? Good for you. Getting it done with the, with the even lock against a very, very strong deck. What about you, Eric? How's your, how's your climb been this week? It's been nice. I actually have only had one night this week of actual mm. climbing. <laughs> But it was a successful night where we went from rank four to rank two with Q block while just messing around in chat and everything. So it was a it was a fun it, that was a fun stream because I don't know. Sometimes you just when you when you aren't thinking about Hearthstone while you're streaming, mm-hmm. uh, you end up having the best results because games are just very fluid and your mind just sort of makes these associations that you're not overthinking right. um, in any other circumstance. So uh those are always really fun times so i've been enjoying it Qbox, it's been fun to see that it, it's it's just still so not only comfortable for me but obviously so effective as well still um, kicking it with Qblock. oh you better believe <laughs> that i am a creature of habit says the guy um, that plays spell hunters 70 percent of the time <laughs> yeah yeah wow wow really the pot calling the kettle uh Qblock. Qblock. <laughs> <laughs> right uh we're both terrible yep. two for the price of one that's right but hey, uh, we're, yeah. we're on brand. Exactly. Um, and then that does naturally lead us back to you. What has your oh, week man. been like? Uh, well, I've only played on ladder one day this month. That was that was yesterday. Oh. Was which wow. was yesterday? Yeah, yeah. I, I just I was traveling and just busy and and uh, yeah. So I played very 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 little. Ladder. And I'll be honest with you, I was a little burned out after last month's climb because that was a climb to to the last. Like you know, what I made it two days before the reset. I made it to legend, so uh, I put a lot yeah. of time in. So I was like, I'm taking a couple of days off, and it's like, oh, now, now I'm going on vacation, and so I just didn't, I didn't play on ladder at all. Um, yeah. I did play a little bit last night. I had some success with, um, with uh, hybrid, with hybrid hunter. Got it to like rank three, two stars, and then um, had like a 67 percent win rate, and then fell down to uh, rank four, one star, in a matter of like an hour and a half. And it was, it was it was rough. It was rough. <laughs> yeah, I ran into I ran into a lot of uh, a lot of of difficult matchups. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm super. It just reminds me though, like even even playing decks that are like new and like you know putting my own little twist on decks it just reminds me that I'm I'm really ready for for, for new stuff to be coming here pretty soon. Um, which interestingly enough, speaking of new stuff, did you wow. guys you guys been watching these teaser videos? Um, I know they released um, a fourth one today. Um, and it, it hinted that there was going to be a fifth one, I'm guessing, Friday. My thought, my hunch is that that fifth one will be, it'll be obviously Rafam, um, but yeah. uh, but uh, it it will also, like, give us give us the reveal on, on, the, on the expansion. What do you guys think? I'm going to be completely honest with you. I watched the first teaser, the first teaser video, and what I saw was it was a teaser to a teaser, and I was like, I'm not watching any of these. <laughs> and so since then, I haven't. Fair enough. I, yeah, and I would argue it's not essential viewing <laughs> as sure. much as I have been watching them and enjoying it um, because it's like whatever. I'm just love to be teased apparently, but it's fun to like. <laughs> it's fun to see the animations come through. 
Um, and it's fun to like get these indications. So like you can start thinking these outrageous things and being like, Hey, this might happen because all of a sudden we're seeing all these people together. Mm-hmm. Like it's fun to, it's fun to play around like that, but you're, I don't think you can get anything concrete from that. How much? I agree. A... I think it's just a, oh, I'm sorry. Yes. No, go ahead. I say it's just a bit more difficult for me. I know that you at least uh, Rude Clouds have a background with World of Warcraft. I know nothing about yeah. the Hearthstone universe. So when I see the people sitting around the table and this fortune teller who I'm told is from a different set is saying, oh, there's friends. I'm like, I have friends. <laughs> <laughs> you would know? watch so... us sitting around a table or a stream even. Right. <laughs> How much of a uh, tease is it going to be or like a like a bait and switch is it going to be? Because I... I... I have a suspicion, and I think I think I've seen some of that floating around there, uh, and some of the things I've, I've uh, glossed over. Um, mm. That there's a sense that they're just like teasing some of the upcoming changes, and this isn't actually directly related to the expansion. I mean, it's kind of got to be right because that would be like the hugest like slap in well, the face, like <laughs> April Fool's joke they could pull, they could pull off, right? Yeah, April Fool's Baku and Gen are staying in standard. <laughs> oh, good. The prayers <laughs> answered. <laughs> Uh, it's funny you say that cause that's been, cause it just seems strange. It seems mm. strange to have like this, um, I don't know. You, you look at like the card back that they showed for, um, or not the card back, I should say, but the, uh, the kind of preview, like purpley violets, pink, whatever colors that people are saying, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. violet hold or yep. something arcane, Kieran's or, and then like you have these five villains all together, um, like it's it's interesting to try to make a connection. I know people said like villains of the Violet Hold could be a potential Ooh. name for something, um, but like some, but it's it's kind of weird to think that these are all things like I don't know. It'd be interesting to see those things come together. But like you said, this is now gone on for almost two weeks mm-hmm. of teasing. So like if this is just like hey, guess what? You can wrote where this is to prep up like arena rotation sets. Oh, goodness, yeah. uh, like that is going to be and here's another two weeks for the actual expansion teaser. Like that's mm-hmm. I think. I think you just can't expect that at this point. So, oh man, it's got to have some. It has to be linked intrinsically, but I don't think there's any way that someone's going to be able to nail it down 100% at this point. Maybe all of these teasers is what Blizzard was talking about when they said more communication. More communication. <laughs> <laughs> more communication. It'll just be all yeah. gibberish hidden behind a secret code. Patch notes are like all every, every three days, ten second <laughs> videos, like. <laughs> we lowered the animation timer. <laughs> Two like more it. days until you come back and hear about what we did to the rope. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Do you have any little musings that are in your head, Baz, as far as what the skull could potentially be leading up to? Or are you just of the same mind? It's gotta it's I'm, gotta tie into the real rotation. I'm really hoping that that because the timing seems right, right? So they're doing them every every three days uh, for those little um, reveals. So following the pattern, the next thing should happen on Friday, which would be perfect timing for them to announce, "Hey, here it is. Here's a couple of cards that are coming out." You know, doing their little teaser, like five seven cards they like to do, and then yeah. oh, Monday we'll have a you know a stream about it or whatever. And then they do, they you know they do that stream where they you know go over like ten cards, and then uh, and then they have their, their little week or two off and then they reveal things over two weeks and then a couple days after the, the 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 final stream they have the they they do the the launch of the of the actual expansion and if you look at the time mm-hmm. frame we're we're two weeks we're in the middle of of March so we're we're about we're exact month from the middle of April and most people are guessing that it's going to launch sometime around the middle of April like April 10th or something like that so 
excuse me, the timing seems seems right for this to be the reveal for the actual um, for the actual expansion. But there's so much going on, and the and yeah. the villains that they're talking about kind of roll into the idea that they're rotating the um, the arena stuff. That it makes me feel like you know they're kind of they put so much information out there now it's hard to actually pin anything down so it, mm. it makes me a little nervous and i think it's probably just anxiety that uh, or fear that we're gonna <laughs> have to wait even longer for the rotation that makes me that makes me second guess that so um, i don't think they can wait much longer how many hearthstone how many more hearthstone streamers need to move to auto chess before they get the picture you jesus know, like, i know right well, <laughs> and that's a very sobering but real point you know like I think I think we've we've seen consistently Hearthstone viewership spikes the second things start being teased and then released as far as expansions and rotations are concerned. Yes. So if they're looking yeah, to really capitalize on the momentum, you have to strike at some point. Right. And they have it's said scary. that they have said that the um, that the the um, which and what's it is going to be um, the World Championship is going to be um, in the new the new meta, which is on the 24th, 25th. So we know the new meta is going to start at least a week before that, so they have time to prep, which it probably be it probably be Hopefully. seven to ten days minimum. Seven to ten yeah. days minimum, which kind of leads Creedence again to that, you know, 9th, 10th, 11th kind of window as well um, as for when they're, when they're targeting their release. So we'll see. We'll see where they're going with this. We know they like to have fun with Hearthstone, so <laughs> we'll see what that means. <laughs> As far as uh, mis- misinformation or not, so. Oh yeah. Um, other than that, um, as far as what's going on, um, do we have anything um, going on with the team? Any uh, the other team members? Uh, anything that we want to put out there as far as um, Eternal Orbit news? Um, I will say this: I know that um, for those of you that um, maybe missed last week's episode or um, maybe I can't catch it every week, we are working currently on an EO section on the pay on, on the EO page to have a section for the orbit so all those vods will be posted on there we'll keep you posted on that that is coming but there's also going to be a section on there for posting questions guest suggestions topic suggestions all kinds of stuff ways for you to interact with the show um directly and indirectly so keep your eyes peeled for that there there is that coming um x or uh or root anything you want to add to that i've uh i've got a couple things that seem worth mentioning uh at least sprinkle some seeds going on um sprinkle away first... my friend hello it's me it's that meme of the person sprinkling on the <laughs> anyways you're welcome millennials <laughs> uh so a couple things the first thing is i think it's okay that i tease this a little bit but for anyone who's been interested in some insight to um areas that maybe you don't always see these members of eternal orbit excel at um but maybe certain other ones do i don't know Arena? I don't know. Ooh. There may be some content in development to, uh, to you know, spotlight some of the things that are going to be going on with the rotation that's happening currently in production. Very excited to to keep pushing content uh, and, like, diversifying what mm-hmm. you can read. Um, and on top of that, PAX East is happening about two weeks. Mm-hmm. So when this question is asked again next week, I will say the same thing. Um, but myself, Striving Light, and Valsrin are all going to PAX East together um, and staying under the same roof. Then we will actually be going over to Striving Light's place uh, afterwards for a few days and doing a stream and everything on, you know, over there as well. So, like, one, if anyone's going to PAX East, please feel free to come up to us. And if anyone wants to, like, say hey, take pictures, like anything exciting, just, like, ask us where a certain panel's being held. Like, we'll all be more than happy to see you. Um, and then look forward to some upcoming content that we'll have from 
being there. So yeah, super excited about that. It was a lot of fun at TwitchCon with those two. So yeah. keeping the train rolling. That's super exciting. I didn't even know you guys were going to uh, to hang out at Reese's to do to do some in person streaming. I, that's news to me, guys. So that's that's pretty exciting. I I want to see that. So it'll be like, Risa better watch the podcast. Otherwise it might be a surprise to her too. <laughs> well, okay. Let's... <laughs> yeah. Does she know about this or did you just like write down her address and be like, I'm going, I didn't book the flight correctly. So I'm either standing outside the event hall for an extra three days or under a roof for the teammates. We'll see which one ends up happening. Fair Good enough. Luck. Fair yeah. enough. Up in the air. All right. So, well, yeah. Um, anything else that we want to talk about as far as uh, team stuff going on? Okay. Those are some highlights for me. Yeah, I think so. We don't want to put too much out there. We do have some things coming. I was going to say, yeah. You'll you'll hear about more as time progresses. But but... The only only people that likes to tease more than Blizzard are us. So. Apparently so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look forward to our 30-second clips coming to you. <laughs> Every day. In, in, a, in a month. <laughs> no. We're going to out Blizzard Blizzard. Oh, well played. Well played. Thank you. Um, so I guess we can move on to the to the meat of the show now. A um, couple things we're going to go over uh, this week as well. Um, uh, another, I should say, another um, topic-packed week, uh, just like last week. Um, we're going to talk today about um, the Hearthstone Dev AMA that recently happened that talks about a lot of the things that... Um, are coming in the with the rotation here very very soon. Um, we're going to uh, discuss the Hearthstone Masters, the uh, the new official uh, league for play, um, what that looks like and how they're doing it differently, and what our thoughts are on that. And then we're gonna we're gonna dive into detail after that into the new specialist format, which is the official format of play for this year's um, competitive scene. Um, and then at the end of the show, um, we we had a lot of requests for this. So we're we're gonna make sure that we we have a segment at the end for for Q and A. Uh, so stick around to the end of the show, guys. Um, pop when we queue for it. Have some questions ready. Pop them into chat, and uh, we'll go over some with with you before we before we sign off. So so yeah. Um, without further ado, if I had a bumper here, I'd play it. Otherwise, let's get into it. Um, the orbit. <laughs> <laughs> clip it make it happen it's a work in progress okay just every time we transition right. just disembodied voice saying the orbit i like it oh jesus so did you guys have a chance to look at this this deva ama yeah absolutely yes. absolutely um, it was really exciting to be honest i like i expected them to not answer any questions of substance and surprise surprise they answered like two of them so that's good it's a hundred percent improvement over the past. <laughs> more, communication. more communication. That's okay. right. right. Two questions. More communication. Um, now they did. It was actually quite a lengthy AMA, um, and they, they there was yeah. if you read through the actual the actual like transcript of the AMA, there you know there's a lot of their normal like game developer kind of like you know half speech or new speak if we want to go you know Orwellian here, and you know a lot of the you know we're, you know we haven't determined yet or we're still working on this or we're still figuring that out kind of stuff, but there was quite a bit of like <clears throat> actual like juicy tidbits. Is there any one thing Eric that stands out to you as something that 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 they talked about that you're just like this this stood out to me? I mean. Because, like you said, or like X, I should say, said, mm. 
end, I guess you, it, there was some generalities, but the thing that made me excited was the fact that like, we're all expecting a new mechanic because they've consistently come out with new mechanics, mm-hmm. each expansion, or at least each expansion in the very recent past. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know we'll get into it a little bit, but the idea that they were teasing this new mechanic so blatantly mm-hmm. was something that I was not expecting. I, I could maybe expect them to say, oh yeah, exp- like you'll be seeing another mechanic. It may have to do with, you know, like something very subtle, but they were not being subtle. Uh, and when we talk about it, it will be, <laughs> you'll understand uh, them being subtle is is like an anvil being dropped on your head. <laughs> the right. most obvious reference I can think of. Wiley Coyote. Yeah, exactly. X, anything stand um, out for you? Yeah. So yeah, obviously there was the new mechanic and the way they teased it. Um, I don't know if we wanted to go into that too much uh, at the moment. We wanted to push it to the right, we but I'll, get to, I'll we'll get to that. that. Yeah, yeah, I'll so, say that. Uh, the other thing that really uh, spoke to me is when they said, "Well, my mind just blanked." <laughs> oh, geez. oh, they said about the arena how they were going to have the rotating the rotating arena sets mm-hmm. and. I then correlated that to when they said uh, they are looking into or are leaving the possibility open of rotating old sets back into standard. You called that, so yeah. Arena is going to be just like the testing grounds, mm-hmm. kind of like how we felt the last two tavern brawls were the testing grounds for global enchantment. Yes. Um, I think that those two things may be on the way. Like, just maybe they don't announce it to us specifically but it's how we're being used as their guinea pigs. We are the beta testers on the, you know. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, you, you nailed it. You you picked right up on, on one of the things I was going to talk about, which was the, the rotating standard was something that really intrigued me, that they were they were open to that idea, which means they're, they, I, I agree with you. I think it means that they are, they're exploring it, they're testing it with Arena. Um, I think they've really tested it in the past, too, with, with like Tavern Brawls, where they have, they had a Tavern Brawl a, a while ago that had, um, opened up to like a limited collection, or am I daydreaming that? I thought they had that at one point where there's a limited collection tavern brawl at one point. Um, I could be most wrong likely. I thought I remember that being <laughs> like this is kind of cool. Um, the thing though, beyond that, that that really um, stood out for me. The one thing that really stood out to me was that they're looking at ways to change uh, in a positive way. I should say that they're looking to change the player rewards. Um, that they're looking mm-hmm. at, um, that they're acknowledging that 10 golds per three wins is really <laughs> unrewarding and very, very difficult. Like, who wants to spend six hours to earn 100 gold? And that's assuming you can win in this meta. You can win 30 games, or, you know, because that's what, 30 games? And, uh, it's a lot of games yeah. to win in, uh, to just get a, a pack of cards. Um, and then that they were looking at more long term goals and, um, in general, so I'm thinking, I'm imagining like they're gonna be more aggressive and more like vocal, or I, actually they're gonna make it easier because they have achievements in the game right now, right? But they mm-hmm. don't. But like they're like you can't see them anywhere and you can't track them. They just every once in a while they'll pop up and be like here's a hundred gold because you played three three hundred cards or whatever, you know. Yeah. Or there's that chicken one which I can't even remember what you get that for, but um, you logged into your Samsung S6 and played a yeah. game of Hearthstone. Enjoy your pack, right? They have these obscure. That's for the true memers out there, right? Yeah, they have these true, or these true, they, they have these um, obscure, like, uh, achievements that happen and give you a little reward, and then you never see them again, and you can't even look them up to see if you've done them. Um, so I, I think they're going to, I get the impression that they're going to have both um, a more aggressive reward system for, for playing the game, because they want to make it feel less grindy and less tedious, and I'm hoping that they imp- implement some sort of, um, like, uh, 
achievement system or way to track these longer term rewards that they're talking about as well. So those are things that, yeah. that stood out to me. Um, there was one thing that stood out to me that, that kind of um, worries me, but when that comes up um, in conversation, we we'll, we can talk about that as well. So um, one of the things that they had mentioned in the AMA is that they're talking about having more unique events that they described as, you know, will help shake the meta up in fun ways. What do you guys, did you guys notice that part? And do you have any particular thoughts on it? Yes. And it's funny because right around the same time they, they were talking about the dual class arenas. Mm-hmm. I, again, I'm going back to arena. It feels like there, there's a really heavy concentration on the arena mm-hmm. for this upcoming expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, just as a side note, but uh, Jesus, my mind blanked again. I'm so sorry. It's all right. Um, yeah. You're fine. Can you kickstart me again? Like, I forgot where I was going with it. Yeah, I, I asked you specific thoughts about, they, they talked about um, shaking the meta up, and then you started talking about oh, that's right. the dual. So it reminded me of the dual class arenas, yeah. like, because they mentioned that not too, not too long afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's like, what, what other ways can you imagine that they're going to shake it up? So if we take the dual class arena idea over to standard, what does that look like? Well, instead of it being multi-class, we're going to go multi-set. So now Hunter plays a card, let's say Baku-esque card that says, hey, you can now use cards from, I don't know, please not Knights of the Frozen Throne, but some expansion <laughs> in the past, you know, Goblins right. versus Gnomes. Right. Um, maybe maybe something like that. Or like, you know, a two-week event for the... What do they celebrate? I don't know. International Labor Day or whatever. Mm. And <laughs> I love Fire to Festival or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, to do stuff like that. Like, yeah. Just adding the old cards back in. I think that that's what we're looking at for these fun events because mm-hmm. of the way the entire conversation that the devs were having was going, you know? Right. Yeah. Eric, anything to I, I mean, honestly, mine's more of just a general point about the whole subject, but it's encouraging for them. To, I mean, these ideas don't come from a vacuum. And I think mm-hmm. this idea in particular has to be rooted in some form from the conversation that's arose of, hey, at a certain point, if you play Hearthstone long enough, you you sort of run out of incentive to keep playing. Yes. Um, and that's very yes. real. I think all of us experience that. I think anyone who's probably spent a fair amount of time playing Hearthstone is well aware that you can only do ladder so much, you can only kind of spice it up with Arena for a little bit, or like mm-hmm. vice versa, whatever your flavor is. Right. Um, so I just am very encouraged that they're aware that there's more content that needs to be kind of fleshed out. As much as like I don't know. As much as Hearthstone is a is a big game, uh, it's very bare bones. Right. And so being able like like if you look at the settings, the settings has like three options. Yes. <laughs> when you go to change, like <laughs> there should be a couple more options, even if they're just like mean nothing. If it's like, oh, all words are backwards, like something. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh I think it's very encouraging in that sense that they're willing <laughs> to play around with it. Um and then as they've shown, they've been pretty receptive with people's feedback. Right. Um address it from that standpoint and then see what happens mm-hmm. i have no idea i'm not gonna let i'm not gonna pretend i'm a game designer of any of any sort you know but i do um i i'm sure there's plenty of ways that they can make it exciting make all three cost drops have double the attack and health i don't know oh my God. <laughs> but like play right just like play around with it and mm-hmm. like if anything you get people who are excited about something the same way people were excited about the tavern brawl last week um and you can kind of use those ideas to branch into more things. And that's, that's really what this is all about. Right. So I'm excited. (laughs) I am, uh, personally, I am, I'm cautiously excited. Um, 
There, there are certain companies that I have a lot of faith in when it comes to producing games because generally speaking, they do really good work. Blizzard is one of those. Um, mm. You know, despite the frustration with 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 the current state of the game or you know whatever you want to say, uh, generally speaking, they they're a very good company and they make very good games and they respond well to uh, to the community and keeping in in so they work aggressively to keep their games you know flavorful and interesting and fun. So I have faith. Mm-hmm. In that in that regard, in Blizzard as a company for producing good content, um, but I, I'm cautiously optimistic when it comes to this because I'm concerned in execution here. Because if you, for example, one of the things that that we're all excited about with rotation is the power creep and the power level going down, right? All of these crazy bonker bonk, bonkers things that keep happening are going to kind of go away a little bit. But that's all negated if they put another you know version of naturalizer and they put another OTK mechanic in the deck or they put another you know ridiculous random thing in the in the game. Well, the same thing can be mm-hmm. true here if these events, even if they're only a week long, if they create too much of a uh, of waves on, for example, the competitive ladder. You know, that's kind of the yep. same issue. Like, that scares me. As much as I want different ways to play the game, it scares me to think that, okay, you know, I'm grinding my way to, to Legend, and I'm, I'm at rank one, two stars, and then all of a sudden, at 3 a.m. my time, the, you know, the, the, the new Hearthstone day starts, and the event starts this week, and all of a sudden, these crazy decks become viable, or this crazy mechanic happens, and now all of a sudden, my Legend climb is in danger because the meta just changed up when I'm inches away from my from my goal you know so i think execution is going to be very very important at least for me um that i don't want to see it disrupt you know the the competitive or the serious um climb by once again replacing in their competitive game competitiveness with fun and random so i think execution is going to be important I mean, if we're going to be if we're going to be completely honest with ourselves, it's going to be really easy for them to shake the meta up more if they can just do it once every three months and they can call it an expansion because Mm -hmm. we haven't had one of those in 12 months. So, right. Well, well, well put. Um, One one of the other things I was interested in is what do you think if they created a third ladder? We have the wild ladder. We have the standard ladder. What if they had like the limited ladder that was was like a ro- this rotating set or a limited, even more limited set um, where it was like, it, you know, may not have basic cards in it at all. Maybe maybe one month it's, it, you know, it's three sets and it's, you know, Gadget Stan, uh, Old Gods and, um, I don't know, Cobalts, whatever it might be. But, you know, they had a more limited one, um, kind of like they're doing with the arena. I mean, what, mm-hmm. who's to say? That would be something where if they're going to mix the meta up or mix how you know, these kind of interactions. And that would be something I would like if they're going to do it separate. So it doesn't penalize the people that are trying to like, I don't know, practice for major tournaments or whatever by playing on the ladder um, and messing with that, that, that whole flow, but also creates another game mode. They actually had experience doing something like that in Overwatch. They mm-hmm. made a ladder specifically for Lucio Ball. Um, oh yeah. Yep. And, oh and yeah. The flag. So I think that they already have the groundwork for for it there. I'm sure the Overwatch team is talking to the Hearthstone team because mm-hmm. Gul'dan's going to be the next Overwatch hero. Oh, I wasn't supposed to spoil that. Um, Cut the stream. Cut the feed right now. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, you know, if they're communicating, they could definitely make it viable. Oh my goodness. Um, Validation. Yeah, and I, yes. I, well, and here's the tough thing because 
Um, I played League of Legends for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And one thing that happened with League of Legends is people were always asking for game modes. And uh, they came up with a mode called Dominion. And Dominion lasted... It, it got taken out of the game because of how eventually small the pool of people who were continually invested in it uh, became. Mm -hmm. And so the tough thing that Blizzard really has to balance is if they start to go for something a little more niche like that, or like, like say, hey, this is a rotating set, but like, it's a, its own ladder and it lasts for X amount of time, they have to really be conscious that they need it to be populated. And so it, they have to very strategically go about how they implement it. What I have seen floated around, and I would actually really like as well, is if they did a best of three ladder. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Uh, they would have to implement it in a way that like, like, cause we're gonna get to this with the special or with the, yeah, yep. with the specialist format. Yep. But I think there's a way that you could implement it it would almost be like a tournament mode, kind of, mm -hmm. but it would be very fun. Uh, and you could potentially adjust your deck depending on, you know, what you see. And so, I don't again, I don't know the best way to do that, but I could see that being a format that it's close enough to standard um, that people would be familiar with it and not feel scared just because it's something so fresh and brand new. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it would have some extra nuance to it that could bring people in and keep them. Um, again, that's not a fully thought out plan so don't critique me too hard but i think that there's there's legs to something which we're all agreeing on mm -hmm. i loved the idea at first when i heard you saying it but then one second passed in my head and yeah. the words odd warrior came across mm -hmm. yep mm -hmm. which is why it'd be standard and it would launch in more than a month from now <laughs> <laughs> sorry wild oh man or they just never have witchwood in any of these rotating sets maybe. right right well, there's just maybe get rid of well, those cards, but Genembaku can just leave. <laughs> right. Well, if there was, I mean, they, they did talk about the returns of old sets being a potential standard, like we were talking about. We know what's going to happen in Arena. They've already talked about that. If there mm -hmm. was a set that was going to get rotated back into standard, do you guys have a favorite one? Like one that you just would love to see come back? I know we're all kind of like witchwooded and kobolds out, but anything else? Is there anything that you're just like, I miss this set or this mechanic that was in this set you know what's really really cool in my mind having a bunch of little tiny mechs overwhelming the enemy give me goblins versus gnomes give me gbz i want to yeah exactly i want to see flame waker i want to see my little two three buddy who, oh yeah that chugga 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 that guy yes yep <laughs> i don't even know what the card's name is these are the cards that i want chugga I want chugga chugga Right. Mech Mage returns <laughs> or Mech Shaman yeah. rides again. Either one of those decks were brutal back in the day. Yeah. Off stream, I definitely mess around with uh, Mech Mage and Wild. It's really bad and I love it. <laughs> Eric? Uh, if we're just going to go for it, give me vanilla. Let's see how people Ooh, do yeah. with only the cards that started in the game. Guys, it's, it's officially happened. There's now demand for a vanilla Hearthstone yep. server. I'm to be released at the same time as the vanilla WoW server. Yeah, yeah, it's time to be upset about that now. <laughs> Everybody, sign sign the waiver. Yeah, right. It would it would just be fun, man. Like Leroy cost yes. was, Leroy was like four or five it was mana. Four. It was four. It was four mana when yeah. yeah. Um, there was a, I we'll we'll have to at some point. Pyro was eight mana. Cards. Yeah, there's like just imagine that's like more ridiculous than wild if they just implement it. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Um, oh so yeah, that's my vote. I would also agree GVG. Um, but I think I, I struggled when I was thinking about, about this answer um, 
to surprise you guys with it. Um, oh, geez. Or to, to, to surprise you guys <laughs> with this question. I mean, I was thinking about it off stream and I was like, man, what would I answer to that? And I want to say GVG, but I have to put an asterisk next to that because I think GVG for me happened around the same time um, as my favorite time in the game. You know, we had GVG and we had Nax and that was, and we had standard cards and that was it. And yep. to me, that was one of the best times to play the game. And there were some broken, busted cards in in gvg i mean dr boom is still played <laughs> in wild today you know yeah. and there've been how many broken cards that have come out since then um and it's still my favorite card uh, but so i don't know if it's an emotional um appreciation for that time period in the game which was my favorite time period to play in um where the game felt very different to play than it does now um mm-hmm. or if it was just the fact that 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 was the set that made that happen. I'm not sure if it's a chicken and egg situation here or not, but but definitely I think GVG is, is also would be the one I'd want to see come back. Yeah. Uh, one of the things they talked about too is that the um, the weapons outside of the traditional classes are going to be unlikely for a while. Do you guys have particular thoughts on this? Goodbye, Scalaminari. I won't miss you. <laughs> right? And, and any cards weapon. trying to imitate. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... There, I put this in some notes, but there's so many ways that, that the game design team can implement anything that's not a weapon. Like, I don't think mages have to have a weapon. I don't think warlocks have to have a weapon. Like, this whole announcement is to say, hey, going forward, we won't be developing any cards like a warlock weapon or a mage weapon or a priest weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, and that seems perfectly fine. They've already shown that they have a consistent theme that they can push. Mm-hmm. Um, there were spell stones, and then they just did the um, the spirits and the... I guess it was just the spirits were kind of the cards that every class got um, those totems that mm-hmm. are stealthed on the first turn. Yeah. So like they'll they'll come up with something, and I don't think we're all so invested in weapons that like like unless we're serious cosplayers, but only for warlock and mage and priest, and we want to make sure we're holding a weapon. Uh, I think it's fine. I think there's a lot of ways they can make up that ground that people mm-hmm. won't won't be too worried. Do you think it's more of a cosmetic thing? Like, some people are just looking at the game and like, why is there this empty spot to the left of my hero? I want, I need there to be a weapon there. Maybe it's just a cosmetic thing. It could be. The human brain winning again. <laughs> if we're well, taking it. It's funny because, you know, Hearthstone's a spinoff of WoW, at least in, in like lore and like, you know, class idea or class identity i mean um mm-hmm. and every every class in wow had a weapon that they could wield and, and use and, and utilize of some kind so it does kind of make sense but from a from a, a standpoint a gameplay standpoint you know hero power enough or hero power i think is enough to kind of emulate that and the hero power alone is already very very powerful if you, you know if you don't realize how powerful a hero power is then why do you think warlock is always one of the top classes in the meta always because their hero power is by far the most insane one that there is, um, so hero power hero power is powerful. Now, when you add in a weapon, you're basically giving somebody a second hero power, and that is um, can be very dangerous and can be very polarizing because it can create yeah. it can create you know these Genbaku situations where it's like, well, I could do this this you know aggro deck in in you know. I don't know priest, but why would I when I when it fits so much better with warlock, you know? So I I think it's yep. it's a slippery slope when you start doing that. I always I'm always curious though if they're going to like come up with a replacement mechanic that emulates it but that isn't a weapon. Oh look, guys, we didn't put weapons in here. However, you can play this card that gives you the ability to spray magic once per turn <laughs> from your offhand. You know, I, that worries me because you know yeah. Blizzard's done that before. You know that when they keep putting it like they 
put in Mechathune, for example. They brought back Cthune and they changed him, you know. So yeah. you never know what, what they're going to do. And sometimes I, I worry that they're talking on both sides of their mouth. So that's a concern that I had about that. I think um, a cool mechanic that they could play around with, I don't know how you balance this because it sounds inherently overpowered, mm-hmm. but if they made a class-specific card or start at the beginning of the game, whatever thing, passive, um, where at the start of your turn, something happens every single turn, just in perpetuity. Um, I don't know how they'd balance that, mm-hmm. but if you're just thinking of ways that they can implement something where it's almost like an image still next to your portrait, like a weapon would be, but instead it's this passive that you have, because I don't know. Passes, I suppose, don't didn't really exist in Warcraft for like class-based characters. They mm. only did for races. Right. But I don't know. There's ways they could play around with it. I'm sure to make it so but, that if we really want that eye candy, auras, auras, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be cool. Like yeah. a, and you'd start with like maybe five extra health or something, yeah. or like regeneration. Could oh, you imagine? Geez. You gain health at the start of your turn, like two, three health. Clip it. <laughs> like priests get like renew or something stop and oh that would be break... fun to theory craft stop trying to break me yeah nope too bad we're gonna behold a post show where i just i just break everyone's everyone's brain you're gonna get you're just gonna talk about ways to buff priest for an hour and then yeah. i'm not gonna be able to stream for the rest of eternity <laughs> they're gonna buff priest by making um by making psychic scream a uh standard card yeah, that's and, the biggest thing that they were missing from the AMA. Nobody asked when they were going to rotate priest out. <laughs> and oh, priest happened. gets buffed if exiles leaves, so we have to make sure exiles <laughs> stays in Hearthstone. I love True. it. Um, is there anything else before we move on to like the 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 kind of the elephant in the room with this AMA, which is the the new mechanic discussion? Is there anything else from this AMA that we wanted to focus on before we moved on to that? Anything you guys wanted to point out? Yeah, we didn't mention. Smork Slurper. Sludge Slurper. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, go on, X. Why don't you extrapolate on that? Hmm. It's going to be a Murloc. That's all I got. Let's go. <laughs> Wait, that, I'm going to pretend that I... Like, treat me like someone who doesn't know what you're saying right now. I said... What are you talking about? Okay. It's Sludge Sludge Slurper... It appears More to be the name of a new card. Mm-hmm. To- okay. Word for word. Yep. They, okay. they, they've teased a new card. Okay. Leaked a new card, however you want to say it. There's information flowing around that there's a card called Sludge Slurper. And we're all trying to, and you know, the internet is abuzz with trying to figure out what it is. Oh, yeah. I'm guessing it it's an ooze of some kind. But who knows? It could be something that eats oozes. And it could be a, a guy with a straw and a 7-Eleven Slurpee cup. And, or, you know, I don't know. Who knows? Casual custom card designs. <laughs> Oh yeah, Murloc would be nice. Murloc. Give me Murloc Mage. I'm. Uh, if I can't have even lock. I want Murloc Mage. Let's see. I'm okay. double checking my notes really quickly to see if there's anything else that seems worthwhile aside from the mechanic. Mm-hmm. But we've already talked about a lot of things. They've mentioned communication, mm-hmm. um, which we went over. We went over player rewards. Again, I think it makes sense. Um, I agree with Azrael on that point. Like, I think they do need to have some level of either if it's gonna be like a just static achievements like you hit this once and you get your gold or if it's going to be like hey there's these achievements that everyone has to hit for this month and maybe it's a progress bar like get i don't know 100 wins you work your way up 10 wins at a time and you get like whatever 20 gold until you end with like a big 100 gold or something something like that would be fun right um otherwise though i'm i'm ready to talk about the mechanic and start start guessing let's do it yes who wants to start 
Eric, Ooh. you're excited. Go for it. I've got, I've got the, uh, and I put the quotes and everything up here as well. Yeah. So I'm, I'm ready to, to do this. Do so it. there was a chain on Reddit where they were mm-hmm. doing the AMA, obviously, um, where someone had asked if there was, I'm pretty sure the main comment was just, Hey, is there a mechanic in the works for this expansion? Like, or do you, what, what is the, the plan for that? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so consecutively three different designers, uh, responded to each other. The first one said, didn't someone already ask this? I swear I'm seeing twins and every word that I do this with is italicized. Mm-hmm. Um, the next person said, I just wanted to double down on the fact that we can't give any new keywords away. And the last person said, geez, y'all don't just, I did it at the wrong point. <laughs> don't just spell it out for everyone. Um, so the keywords here that they mentioned were twins, double down and spell. Twinning. Twinning. Twinning, Twinning spells. There's going to be spells that cast twice. That was my guess. If, to steal everybody's yeah. thunder, that's my guess. Yeah, that, wow. Same thing. Got that's hot a, out the gates. That's been a mechanic around in Magic mm-hmm. the Gathering since the beginning. It's yes. called Fork. Mm-hmm. It just, you copy target spell on the stack, which there's no relatable thing in Hearthstone. Basically, something that's being cast is on the stack, and mm-hmm. choose a new target for it and you know copy it. So you're for one extra mana and an extra card, you pay two. So I wonder if this is going to lead to some sort of variable mana cost cards. Mm-hmm. Remember when we had the zero cost spells, spend all the rest of your mana, do oh, yeah. something insanely powerful. Well, what if it's select three, five or seven mana and get one copy, two copy or three copies of the spell. Oh, kind of a throwback to um, Kazakis. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like merging Kazakis and then the variable mana spells. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. We're, Guys, That's we're doing super we're do- exciting. Yeah, I mean, uh, Blizzard, you got three, you got three developers right here. We're coming out with great ideas. We yeah. got this. I could use a quarter million dollar a year sal- salary, Blizzard, please. <laughs> right. uh, Eric? If we have to. Um, well, one thing, one thing that's surprising me from you, Azrael, is that let's say that is the condition. Um, I'm surprised the word spell hunter has not already left your mouth um, at this point, <laughs> considering the fact that they've already introduced some synergy, and considering that. If you could cast hunter spells, like just think of what a traditional hunter spell looks like. Kills. Imagine casting it twice, and I like know. that's it, that's it. Um, oh that's so exciting just to think about. Holy cow! Um, I had a couple thoughts. So my first one was I actually did not think. Well, I thought that that was a possibility. What you had both mentioned, but it wasn't on my list of these two things. Um, the first one, which could happen, and I'm only saying this because there's already one. There's already a mechanic that exists that does this, but it's not, um, I guess it's not entirely. Anyways, let me get to the point. Unstable evolution has its own sort of echo effect, but it's not called echo because, and you can do it infinitely mm-hmm. as long as you have the mana for it. Um, I'm thinking same sort of thing. It's just a new keyword that applies to being able to cast something twice. Um, like I suppose could be fork, but maybe not have any sort of effect. I don't know. This is apparently what you both just said, and I'm now realizing it. The second thing, <laughs> uh, I was too excited for my section. Uh, the second thing was if you cast a spell twice, the second time you cast it, it has a special effect, which you also had mentioned. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess I'm right on the same point, And I just made this a little bit more exciting by pretending like it was fresh information to mislead the audience. <laughs> hey, we had a little spice to the conversation, though. Oh, and thank you. I Yeah, I made sure to drink a little extra water today <laughs> for the I, pep. Now, so here's, here's the thing, though, guys. Like, if... Let's let's go down the theory crafting hole for just a, just a moment here. 
if this yeah. is a twinning or cast a spell twice, we've seen how just like oppressive and painful uh, uh, unstable evolution can be, especially with like Kragwa. Like, oh my God. <laughs> is this going to yeah. end up? Is this opening the door for replacing, you know, the broken mechanics that we've experienced for the last year with just another new, like, ridiculous broken mechanic that people might not even enjoy playing, but it's so strong you have to play it anyway? Or am I just being like overly paranoid from a year of 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 OTK punishment? Do you remember? when magnetic was coming out, people were all like, this mechanic is so strong. It's going to take over the game in all minion based decks. Mm -hmm. What magnetic minions are played literally only Zilliacs. So at first glance or at first thought, these things can seem very, very oppressive. However, if you tune it well, i.e. making it overcosted by one mana, because one mana is a huge difference. Like, could you, could you imagine a loss in the jungle costing two mana? Yeah. You know, uh, hero but, power. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> that's I don't know. <laughs> no, you're exactly right. That's the <laughs> right. thing. That's what that's what makes it messed up. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 but, but yeah, it's like anything uh, else. Yeah, by overcosting it by one mana, like they did with War Gear, like they did with Zilliax. I think Zilliax is overcosted by one mana, even though it's the most broken card from the set. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, by by doing that, they can make sure that it's not too oppressive. I went all over the place to come back to that original point. It's no, beautiful. I, and here we are. Yeah, and I appreciate you kind of reining it in a little bit because uh, because I think part of like the Hearthstone psyche right now is it's like like we all have a little bit of like we're all a little traumatized right now because oh, yeah. because we, we we keep we we kept seeing these like the broken stuff that happened with with knights and then with. Um, Kobolds and then with Witchwood you know once Witchwood rolled around I mean everybody was like holy crap what's going on with this game oh don't worry uh, Boom will fix it and it just enabled it more and they're like don't worry Rastakhan will fix it and it just was more of the same and then they nerfed it twice and it's still kind of basically the same so I, I think there's a little bit of trauma from people that play it as much as most of us do that it's like alright we keep we keep getting our hopes up only to get our our, our our souls crushed a little bit and uh so thank you for reining it in a little bit with 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 some perspective there x i know that i appreciated it because i i it's funny because i've got this duality going on in my brain here where i see it and i go i believe in blizzard i trust it i'm excited for this thing and then my brain immediately goes but the last time i felt like this you know otk I got hurts <laughs> yeah o- o- otk decks you know were crushing my soul so yeah no, we it's were a good literally point. in an OTK meta for like two uh, weeks. Boy. Yeah, yeah. What no a time shit. to not be alive. No shit. No, just congrats to all the babies who were born after that. Those two weeks, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to li- live in this world. Uh, well done. <laughs> thank you. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And I think like that. I appreciate it. I, I think that I'm not too concerned at this point with the way that Blizzard, like there's very well a chance that whatever they introduce ends up being hilariously overpowered. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we'll have to live with it for maybe a month, maybe two months, but it's not going to take the whole set for it to be <laughs> rotated into wild and then say, okay, we're going to nerf this. Like, I think that the fact that they're emphasizing communication and they've shown more than once now that it's more than just talk um, yeah. means that if something is overtuned, they'll address it. Most likely, they might. They've been leaving like one thing untouched consistently when they do address situations. Um, but like, 
that's better than the nothing. I'm pretty sure you know? they do that to show dominance. Like, oh, don't, 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 don't forget wor- who owns you. Right. Don't worry. We'll address this one problem, but just so you don't forget who's in charge here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just so you don't forget who's in charge. We're not nerfing super collider. Yeah, exactly. Which, hey, if Super Collider were six, it would still get played. It would still be punishing. It just wouldn't be so much. Anyway. You just made me think of like a, a tavern brawl where you can only play Odd Warrior and you have to get like five wins to get your pack. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's where I just don't get the pack for that week. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then replace the standard. Oh, my God. Where, stop. Stop giving them ideas. I would replace Hearthstone with like, I don't know, anything. <laughs> Just fatigue warrior mirror maker. Anything I mean, else? It would, it would make Hearthstone the best game to fall asleep to. Oh man, while playing. <laughs> I'd have to lower Garash's voice a little bit. Maybe add in some like a little more like subtly like a loon now, vocals in the background. Now, but... why'd you have to mention? Why'd you have to mention Garage? You know my my affinity for Mister for Mister Garage there. All right. Keep. Keep it in your 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 rectangle over there, buddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I get I get excited when you when you when you mention him. But that's a, that's that's a conversation for another day. Uh, that's next there, week. Is, yeah. Right. Is there anything else from this um, from this AMA or this mechanic that that we want to touch on before we we move on to um, to the new competitive format? I think we nailed it. I think so too. Um, so um, rough uh, rough segue because no bumper. Eternal Orbit. The Orbit. The Orbit. I can't even do it right. Dang. Nice try. All right, this bumper fail. Um, Earlier this month, they they announced that the um, they're launching Hearthstone Masters. I know I'm quoting it like it's like made up. They're launching what they're calling Hearthstone Masters, which is the new like tournament, uh, the official tournament scene um, for, um, for this, at least for this year, I'm assuming for the foreseeable future, which is, um, quite a bit different than what they were doing in the past. Um, I know we touched on this a little bit last week, but, um, X, I know that you're, you're, you're kind of jumping into, to the masters with both feet. You're really excited about this format. Like you talked about last week. Um, do you kind of want to go over like what it is and uh, how it's different, um, from sure. from the from the previous one, and then of course you mentioned that it's it's a lot more accessible, so you can kind of go into that too if you if you wouldn't mind. For those that aren't familiar with with what it is, yeah. So I guess I'll give a a brief rundown of how the Masters qualifiers are working. So the way the way that it works is it's being run in a format called Specialist, which is different than the other format, which uh, the other two formats, which is Conquest and a different failed format. Last year's standing. Last hero standing. That's right. Uh, so in last hero standing and conquest, you either have to win a game with each of three different decks, or you need to beat um, beat all of your opponents three different decks, depending on which of the two you're playing. In specialist, you only bring one deck, and then well, excuse me, you bring one main deck, and then you can have a secondary and a tertiary, which are allowed to differ from the main deck by no more than five cards. Now, the secondary and tertiary can be different from each other by more than five needs to be from original deck Mm -hmm. and then in the qualifiers you're playing through uh you play through eight rounds and the top eight players from the first eight rounds of swiss which is the you know people just playing against each other is what that means they move on to the bracket um which since it's an eight person bracket it's just the quarterfinals essentially then you get to semis and then finals it's single elimination bracket and then from there if you win 
win the entire thing from one of these opens, you get to go to Vegas in uh, to go to Worlds to qual, um, which has quarter million dollar prizes, fifty thousand dollars for for first place. Also, with these tournaments, not just first place gets to go to Vegas, but first place also gets twenty packs. Second place gets twenty packs, and then it goes all the way down to I think sixty fourth place gets one pack. So just and you're able to play in these for free. You just sign up for them on Battlefy.com. Go um, the user HS Esports is the one who holds all of the tournaments on there. And yeah, you can sign up for any of them. I've played in I've played in three so far. I went six two and six two, making sixteenth place and twelfth place respectively, just missing out mm-hmm. from that top eight. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, I went uh, two and one, and then I dropped after the third round after my loss because I had mm-hmm. other stuff I needed to do, and taking an early loss really hurts your tiebreakers. So, mm-hmm. okay, that's fair. And now. Last week again, we we touched on this briefly, and you'd mentioned that it's a lot more accessible than um, oh, pro- yeah. than than previous um, competitive formats. Um, can you talk about how the accessibility works? You you, you touched on it a little bit, but um, how the how they're improving accessibility for uh, for for people that maybe haven't had a chance to be in the competitive scene at all. Absolutely. So I hear this all the time, and I'm sure you guys too. While you're streaming, oh, I'd be a legend player, but I don't have the time to play. Right? <laughs> I only play. 100 games a month is or whatever. Well, that's the great thing about this. You don't need to be a certain rank. Before, in order to get HCT points from the ladder, you would need to finish in the top, I think top 1,000 got uh, one point, then top 500 got two, mm-hmm. top 200 got four, and then it rolled all the way up to, uh, I I don't remember what the top of it was, but that's essentially it. So the in Legend, you're talking about in Legend. Yes. So mm-hmm. the people who didn't have time to grind to Legend and then to High Legend just never had a chance to get in these um, big tournaments, the HCT tournaments. Now you you can qualify using one of these uh, through one of these qualifiers, which is open. I've played against people who are rank twenty, rank five, like and even as high as rank seventeen legend. I've played people from all over the ladder. It's accessible to anybody. You just got to sign up and go, mm-hmm. and you don't need to have a meta deck. You just need to have thirty cards. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's super cool. It's great for anybody, and you can play on whatever region you have the cards for. For example, Sir Salty, he he just won one with Death Rattle Hunter on NA, um, NA server, and he's living in England at the moment. So, yeah, it's like it's so accessible; mm-hmm. you can access it across the world. It's it's really great, and for people like us, for streamers, we don't have a lot of time to go to uh, go to tournaments, go to mm-hmm. lands because that takes away from our stream. Correct, and we. Definitely can't miss our stream because that's, uh, that's you know that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So being able to have it at a time where we can even stream it if we want, and they actually banned somebody who stream sniped during this tournament, like round three. They banned somebody from the tournament because wow. there was proof that he had done it. Yeah, wow. So they're also backing up the content creators, which is fantastic. That's huge. Yeah, that's huge. Way 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 to like really support your your community. So, Not to mention awesome. this format is just so much like this format is great. Mm-hmm. I, I am I'm a huge fanboy of this tournament or I mean of this tournament of this uh, format and what Blizzard did here. Thank With you very specialist? much, Blizzard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. It's it's great. Well, we'll dive more into that in a second. But before we do, is there anything else that we wanted to, to touch on about how this new format works um, or, or anything that we might have missed? I did want to touch on one thing because I literally mm-hmm. went to like the page and was like, I'm going to have a definition ready just in case. 
Um, and the only thing that I wanted to add is say that you are someone who has a lot of time and you can consistently hit like top 200 legend. They do have a special um, situation for you, which I'm going to read directly because I can't memorize that. Um, you be, you were in, when you hit top 200 legend in a month, you're invited to participate in a ranked ladder qualifier. Um, the biggest thing that's different from that compared to the standard opens is the top four finishers uh, will earn a spot in the Masters Tour event as opposed to just the top player. Really? Um, mm -hmm. So nice. it's a nice way to reward those who do have, have shown that consistency by giving them a, a higher chance once they're part of the, the open qualifier to actually make it into the event. So we're looking um, at UX. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I've I've talked to I've talked to a few of the uh, a few other high legend ladder players about it and like a few people who are you know Hearthstone professionals and they all say they all agree that it is going to be way easier to win an open than to win a tournament with the 200 best players on the planet because there are not 200 good players playing in the opens. Yes, it's nuts that that I mean and that's how it is for a lot of situations. But just to to think about the difference between you're going against who knows who versus like X said, the top 200 players, the top, you're literally getting the cream of the crop of people who've ended with the most points in a season mm -hmm. <laughs> facing yeah. each other. Uh, it's nuts to think about. And it's going to be a super hype tournament though. Like mm -hmm. I hope Blizzard casts it. Yeah. Maybe like yeah. the final table of the world series or something like that, which <laughs> is, in, which is interesting. Cause that was the, the, the one thing I was going to say about, about this tournament format is I like that they're, that they're, they're modeling other successful card game formats. Okay. So in this case, they're modeling um, the world series of poker format with, with this is literally sit and goes is what they would call these in poker where you basically buy into. So this, you know, like you want to play in a big tournament, like, you know, a thousand dollar or $5,000 or $10,000 buy in tournament. Most people don't have that kind of money to just to just risk losing all of to play in this tournament. Um, but you can buy what, what are called these sit and goes, um, um, which are little mini tournaments where you pay like a fraction of the price to get in. And the winner that wins, the person that wins that, it's an all or nothing kind of situation, then gets a seat in that more expensive tournament. So you can get in for, you know, a tenth or even less if, if it's a multi-stage one because they do have those for the even more for the higher end tournaments. So I'm glad that they're, they're modeling that because it's been very, very successful at making the World Series of Poker, Poker, No, no Limit Hold in general, accessible to the average person who only has a little bit of money to risk playing poker versus, you know, the professionals that have hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars. And it's made the fan base for that so much bigger. That's why it's one of the most watched things on ESPN every year. So kudos to Blizzard for, for, for doing what they do best, which is taking um, the best parts of, of other, of other similar things and incorporating them into theirs to make their product better. So um, I really like that a lot. I'm, I'm happy with, if nothing else, I'm happy with them, changing how the competitive scene operates to be like that and it's not just the world series of poker they're modeling either they're also modeling magic the gathering you you guys mm -hmm. know i have a i bring this up every other sentence of by course, all I means have a background with magic yeah. um but what what the specialist format is is just like any magic tournament where you bring a 15 card sideboard and your 60 card deck and then after game one you can swap in and out any number of cards from the 15. Well, if we cut that in half to a Hearthstone deck, it's 30. So it would be seven and a half cards different. Close. Very close. <laughs> Very close. You know what I'm saying? It sounds exactly the same to me. So, Excellent like, perspective. Take, yep. They took Magic the Gathering success, World Series of Poker success, 
and made this absolutely fantastic uh, format to play in. Yeah, I and I, I again I love that analogy. I, I, that is such a, a um, an on point way to look at it. Um, so yeah, well put. Um, so that brings us into the specialist format in, in particular. Um, X, I know you've already hinted that you're excited at it. Um, I have I have uh, dabbled in it a little bit. I know that I'm actually practicing um, with toying around with some decks because there's uh, a couple of like community tournaments that that I wanted to enter and play around with the format as well. So I, I have some thoughts on it as well. But Eric, why don't you tell me your thoughts on it? Uh, what, what do you think about the specialist format? And then we'll we'll get to X so he can gush over it for a little bit before. <laughs> <laughs> oh please, gush more, yeah. you mean? Yeah, yeah. Peter Rapids over there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so as far as specialist is concerned, I feel like I have I'm one of the more lukewarm receptions to it, honestly. Um, and the only thing that's been coloring that in is current context. Um, I think for the future, once rotation hits, I will be a lot more excited about it. What I'm worried about, though, and what we've been seeing very consistent or not very consistently, but from the pros who I follow <laughs> or just the competitive players who I follow on Twitter um, and hearing some of their insights um, mid-range hunter, I'm as sure I'm sure we're all aware of, is dominating the format um, mm-hmm. in a very big way. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when it first started, there was percentages, but it's it's just overwhelmingly the pick. Then you see Q block actually come in somewhere near that top. I saw priest of some kind, I believe it's control priest, mm-hmm. and then odd warriors kind of lingering in there as well. And that's mm-hmm. why the rounds are taking so long <laughs> um, when those mirrors happen. So the thing that I'm worried about with this matchup or with with this this whole format in general is that once the meta sort of settles down and you get an idea of what the really strong picks are, mm-hmm. um, you're pretty much incentivized to pick the strongest safe deck possible. Yes. And that'll just happen through percentage points. And then when let me, I guess I'll address this first part. But so when you do that, other people will be doing the same and you'll keep on seeing these situations where one archetype specifically is really standing out. Um, and what mm-hmm. I'm worried about is as a player, like if I'm playing a deck I enjoy, I can slam as many games as I want with it, and I will have a blast. Mm-hmm. So I'm not necessarily worried about that. I am worried about burnout from other players um, who are playing these long rounds with the same deck. Um, but I'm worried from a spectation view, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. As a viewer myself, one of the things that I've really valued, especially when I was learning how to play Hearthstone, was with formats like Conquest or Last Hero Standing, not only was there variety in the decks that were being played, but variety in the education that you're receiving by watching it um so i wouldn't just learn about this matchup between like oh let me let me watch this tempo mage play and see how this pro plays tempo mage but i'd see how they play tempo mage versus one deck versus another deck versus another deck or how they played their you know their their shaman and their Mm -hmm. warrior on top of all that there's a it was a better viewing experience because of the variety but also because i valued learning um, learning that and then hearing insight from the casters as well. So that's something I am cautious about when it comes to the format. And I'm really hoping that with the rotation, they're going to commit to this this idea that they've always liked. Of, if there's a healthy diversity as opposed to an oppressive diversity where it's like, oh, an OTK meta or anything. Mm-hmm. That's something they're really going to have to put their money where their mouth is because I think the success of this entire format um, completely weighs down on that factor. Yes, so I agree. I'm really hoping it pays off, but that's such a tall order that I'm, I've got some concern. But I'm Fair. hoping for the best. I'd love Fair. to see it succeed. We all love this game. Mm-hmm. We wanted to succeed. For me, um, I, I, I emulate a lot of what you, what your feelings are, X, mm-hmm. or excuse me, uh, Eric. Um, 
in that I'm afraid it's going to be very polarizing because you're going to see like again if if I was thinking about this off stream if they were to you know they're doing it now right and, and so I'm like okay what would, what would be in the current meta it's going to be hunter it's going to be um, warlock and it's going to be warrior those are going to be the, th- the the three classes that everybody's going to gravitate to for the most part um, and it's going to be and it's going to be one of those things where I think from a spectator standpoint it's it's dangerous because it's going to be like well I, I don't want to watch another 45 minute hour per games times three uh, odd warrior session so I'm just going to go watch somebody else you know or I'm just I'm tired of seeing the same deck that I hate seeing on, on the ladder already and I certainly don't want to watch it four or three games in a row so I'm just not going to watch the tournament you know so I think from a spectation from a spectating standpoint there is there is some risk there as well um, and also I, I'm I have concerns that it's just going to push the entire meta towards these super super polarizing kind of kind of decks as well so that said though I like the format I, I, no, I should let me correct that I love the format in principle love it Mm-hmm. I, I love the idea of having, um, you know, the ability to have a sideboard and kind of t- to tweak your deck for various matchups and to play around within these constraints because I love these like deck building challenges. Um, one of the, the tournaments I'm gonna I'm gonna we're gonna mention here at the end of the show um, that uh, I'm playing in has an extremely limiting um, specialist format. Um, that I'm super excited to play in for the challenge of it. But I'm lo- the more and more I look at it, I'm like mid-range hunter is just going to dominate this tournament but it's still a fun style in theory to build within so there is some good with it i just like emulating what you said i just hope that blizzard is aware of it when they release cards um and and they they plan out these these um these metas in the future with what they're planning on releasing that they got to keep in, in mind the how it's going to affect the competitive scene and and, and if it's going to kind of incentivize these worst case scenario matchups that we're talking about. Yeah. Now go ahead and, 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 and silver lining our cloud, please. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think that we're giving, I don't think we're giving the viewers enough credit. Like the people who are going to watch the competitive, the competitive format, they're in it for the high level play. Mm-hmm. You're not playing your highest level with four different decks. Azrael, are you as good with odd warrior as you are with spell hunter? Rude clouds. Are you are you as good with I don't know even lock as you are with Q block? First two decks. You know I know that you're a Q block yeah. expert. Yeah, you see, you guys know yeah. what I'm saying. Like, so me as a competitor, as a spectator of competitive competitive play, I want to see somebody. I want to see Titans battling it out with the best tools that they have, and this is the best way to do that. Mm-hmm. And if we're talking about what the best decks on ladder are versus the best decks for tournaments. Do you happen? Do you guys happen to know? This is a complete setup. I know you don't. What the top five decks on ladder are according to HS replay? You take stabs, well, but it would take a while. Yeah, Go even, ahead. Even. I'm gonna I'm gonna list them in order. Yeah. Okay. Secret Paladin, number one. Number two, Even Paladin. Number three, Odd Paladin. Number four, Death Rattle Hunter. Number five. Odd Warrior. Let's go a little further until we find Midrange Hunter, which we're talking about being oppressive in this format. Mm-hmm. Number six, Odd Rogue. Number seven, Wall Priest. Number eight, Odd Quest Warrior. Number nine, Secret Odd Mage. Number ten, Secret Hunter. Then Evenlock, Odd Mage, Control Priest, then Midrange Hunter. Damn. As far as the winningest decks. Yeah. So I don't think that... Well, I know that the tournament meta does not reflect on the ladder meta. 
especially not with what's being successful. And that comes down to because on the ladder, you need to play the safest deck. Some, like, for example, you used to play Skulking Geist and Evenlock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Skulking Geist was only good against one matchup. Every, every other time, it was a 4-6. But you would never take it to a tournament unless you were expecting Druid, you know? Mm-hmm. So this, this format especially allows you to completely separate yourself from the ladder and think in a completely separate meta. And the viewer who's viewing for this um, for the competitive experiment, experience the same way that I am is going to be like, oh, that's a really cool tech. I did not think to put an Arubian or Raveler in Death Rattle Hunter so then I could cube it and then that Control Priest can't ever use Psychic Scream. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. you get to start to see cool, innovative things like that being played um, in specific matchups and you get to learn way deeper about the matchups. Like if you have an unfavored matchup and the dude like super unfavored and the dude comes back and just over is over to excuse me able to overcome it that would be as iconic as kibler flipping bonfire of the damned off the top of the deck again magic reference don't worry Mm -hmm. about it landed yeah Yeah, i think you i think you you really nailed it with again with the perspective there you know it's kind of like why you know um some viewers don't like to watch um you know soccer you know football um, it's because they, they 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 don't appreciate the same way that the hardcore soccer fans, football fans do, in that you know it's about finesse and, and strategy and, and patience and execution. You know they just want to see goals scored, right? Um, so I think that's a really good perspective to put in there. Um, and, and then of course the other thing all I want to say about about the uh, about the latter percentages is that the, uh, uh, the matchmaker conspiracy is real. And I'll move on from that. Um, Eric, any uh, any any thoughts to to what Eric said? Oh yeah, I mean, I'm again, I'm very much rooting for it to be a positive format. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could be, I could be projecting too much my own concerns when I watch a tournament because I will tune out if it's like like if it's an odd warrior matchup. I'm gonna I'm gonna pay less attention mm-hmm. than if it's something. It's like oh, a pros playing Q block or a pros playing uh, something wacky. Um, you know, like they brought their uh, what was that? that peanut shaman like like right. something like that pops up like that's always very exciting um so like i'm i'm concerned if I, all of a sudden i see okay this is going to be a i don't know a priest versus a druid matchup or something that'd be a little less incentivized or a little less excited about compared to like you know maybe they also brought other decks or it could be just it was the two other players who played their two separate decks um i'm worried that that's going to be a, a barrier for myself to be as engaged as i would want to be under different circumstances but Again, who knows? I, I think I don't know. I'll say I hope for the best, <laughs> and we'll see. But I think Exiles does put a very good perspective on it. Yes, um, it does. And I don't, yeah, I don't take away from that at all because I think it's very well said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just want to reiterate it again because um, I, I really appreciate um, kind of uh, X being the calming voice of reason here. Um, in the fact that again, because my default is to want to get excited about these things, and then I get into my own. Um, you know, I get I get into my own anxieties that you know come from playing in a traumatic meta for a year, and <laughs> and uh, and it's nice to have somebody else come out and go, hey, w- wait a second, here's some reality for you. So so thanks thanks for for bringing for bringing that that perspective in here as well. To be fair, I've played I've played terrible card games for a terrible amount of years, so perspective is one thing I have here. Absolutely, and that's why we <laughs> love you. That's the only reason, though. That's it. Yeah, I, I don't want to be loved for anything else other than my <laughs> terrible ideas on. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Um, so do you guys think that this like effectively addresses the sideboard problem that people have been kind of clamoring for in, uh, not, in, in all formats of competitive? Or yes. would you still like to see a, a version of like uh, like Eric was talking about a version of specialist or sideboard in 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 the um, the latter scene as well? So I personally, I personally, those are two different things that we're talking about. When we talk about a ladder and when we talk about a tournament, I do not equate them really to even being the same type of game. Mm-hmm. It's like comparing the ladder to tavern brawl. Fair, that's fair. You know, so I just meant sideboards. Would you still want to see some version of sideboards yeah. in the ladders? What I was getting at. Oh, and the ladder. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, that's okay. I guess I kind of confused your main. I, your I main. didn't. I didn't. In I didn't explain case, it very well. In any case, I think on the ladder, it's not a good place for sideboards. I like. If you want, if you want to have something like that, you have leagues, which Blizzard totally doesn't endorse anymore, <laughs> or you have uh, friendlies that you can play. Mm-hmm. So, that's fair. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's that's my thoughts on it. Like, there needs to. I like the competitive formats that Blizzard has. If you want to, if you want to play in a format with sideboards, go play in tournaments. There's plenty of opens all over the place. If you don't play on ladder, dude, that's fair. And it's nice that they gave the opportunity to have that answer because before there wasn't an option. Right. I agree. Yeah. And that's obviously like sideboard is a term that I wasn't aware existed until these changes happened. Um, this is my first card game. And even then uh, I would only watch Hearthstone as well. So I, I don't have much of a, a wealth of knowledge. Um, but like I said, I think it's just the fact that there's an option now. Worst case, they can build off this and say, hey, you know what? The there is demand or apparently there are opportunity. Uh, opportunities to to keep tweaking this mm-hmm. but i i think they did a solid job on at least setting things up um and giving people that option yeah it I'm is de- so cool oh i'm sorry it's nope. so cool to see like how to see the changes they're making as a, as a direct response as a direct response to looking uh yes. at becoming more competitive i can't figure out the best way to put that. But, you know, they, they were, uh, Blizzard's been trying to really push esports, you know, yes. obviously Overwatch League and yes. now here with uh, the Masters Tour and especially trying to make it more uh, more accessible. Like, and we've already talked through all of that. I just, yeah, it's it's super, I don't know where I started, but cool. Like, we're going to give it a thumbs up and say, as what were you saying? I was just going to, you basically um, said what I was, I was, I was going to get at, which is I'm glad that they're exploring ways to make it more competitive. I absolutely like the idea of the specialist decks from a, again, in a vacuum for a, a competitive standpoint. I think it's the best way to sit there and go. Cause like, like I was saying with the question I asked earlier, like how nice would it be when you're on ladder to queue up your three specialist decks of say, we'll just use me for example. I'm, playing spell hunter or whatever and i go oh i queued into an odd warrior i can use this tech version or i queued into a warrior i don't know if it's odd or not but i can use this version oh i queued into a druid i can use this variation um or i queued into anything else you know and i, I just use the one that i queued up with initially i think giving <clears throat> people that little bit of flexibility helps to equate some or would help to alleviate some of the you know the latter anxiety or the frustrations with the matchmaker system that was my my take on it but i but applying it back to 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 this format i love the fact that they're making the competitive scene much more um much more competitive by actually allowing you to plan ahead and say okay i'm playing even lock i'm weak against this deck so i can create this variation to to target specifically my weakest matchup and then i can have another slight variation for you know other other whatevers and i i think that really highlights skill in in a really really cool way so in, in again in principle i'm really excited for it 
Anything else to add, guys? I could I could gush over specialists for the next half hour if you wanted, but I'm I figured good. as much. <laughs> All right. Well, that that pretty much wraps up the meat of our conversation today. We wanted to open it up again, um, like we talked about at the start of the show, um, for uh, a Q and A section. If you guys had any questions, comments, or, or uh, anything related to the things that we discussed today, or uh, if you want to tag somebody specifically in there, um, or just you know uh, put uh, put it to to the panel of us. Um, but if you have any questions right now, um, go ahead and throw them in the uh, go ahead and throw them in the. Um, uh in the um chat right now and we will and we will get to them oh i get to pull up chat now yeah yeah I'm oh yeah, yeah eric i see that we'll do that at me. the end am i is this at eric at me yes yeah i was saying the, oh. thing, the thing you highlighted we'll do that at the end oh yeah please yeah, yeah i'm yep yeah. i'm good i know that that jolt had mentioned um using um Using Whizbang um, in this format, Whizbang wouldn't work because you have no way to to specialize it out. Whizbang is completely random. Um, I, I understand what you're saying, but it just doesn't work for the format at all. So, yeah, they've actually like banned it. Like that's their yeah their sole banned card. <laughs> Whizbang is you can't run a deck with Whizbang in it because it becomes a Whizbang deck. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's so pretty. <laughs> okay. Well, um, while people are taking a moment, if they if they want to use this to, to ask a question or not, we'll, um, we'll we just wanted. There's a couple things that we wanted to talk about in our um, at the end of the show. We like to do a community and fan segment um, where we just kind of talk about you know players in the, or members of the community or things that are going on and around the community around us. Um, you know, just because we're big on community here. So some of the things that we wanted to, to highlight this week, since we were talking so much about specialist, is a couple of specialist tournaments that are coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, uh, one of them is going to be, um, our friend, uh, Dragon Rider DK over in her channel. She is having a, uh, a, uh, what she's calling the, the, the Dragon Cup, um, which is a pauper format style specialist attorney, which she is hosting on the 30th of this month. And if you're a member of her community, you can head over there for details on how to sign up and enter in that tournament. I know I'm entering it and I was really intrigued by the popper format, which is no epics and no legendaries are allowed, um, which is really cool and really limiting. And that's why I was saying when I was talking about it, that, that mid range hunter, because of how cheap hunter decks are, is going to be all over that thing, but it's still going to be a fun tournament yeah. to play in. So, um, and then I know that, um, in celebration of my my community hitting 500 followers, I'm also going to be having a um, a specialist style tournament that I'm going to uh, announce the details on uh, next week. So keep your eyes tuned for that. Um, and then Eric, you had one as well you want to talk about. Yeah, just again, we all, I mean, we're always going to make it a point to shout out uh, a fellow member in the podcast community, but also the individual members of that uh, podcast are are you know. I like to think we're all on very good terms with and consider friends. Hearthbuzz, um, which has Runny said, Don, a.k.a. Dragon Rider DK, and um, Audrey Kills, uh, they're doing their own uh, community tournament right now, actually. And I've, I'm participating. Tomorrow is going to be my first match ever doing a specialist um, format, which I'm really excited for, with QBlock, which I'll follow up and chat on moment on. Um, I'm doing it tomorrow and then um, Friday night, and I'm really looking forward to it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, and they also broadcast their matches. So if you go on over to their channel, it's just the word hearth as in hearthstone and then buzz is in a B. Um, all one word. You can, uh, you can follow them. And on Sundays, at, I think I want to say 3 PM Pacific time, but go check out their social media to verify. 
um, you can watch them actually cast the games as well while they're happening in the uh, uh, happening live. So yeah, super excited about that, and definitely worth supporting either way. Um, so yeah, and then I feel like a good segue with the Q block to transition over to two battles question. Absolutely. Um, which two battle? Great question about um, how to tweak Q block currently. Um, the biggest thing, Exiles has already mentioned this once in the stream, but Cheaty Anklebiter in general for Warlock is the nuts. It is such a perfect card considering the amount of applications that you can use it in. You can buff up your Spellstone, you can set up Defile, you can get rid of Annoying Divine Shields if you want, you can push for Lethal, <laughs> you can do uh, a lot of really, really strong things that uh, it, just, it, it just fits so well into the deck. That you don't need a lot of the other the other cards that you were using before. So if you're not already running cheeky uh, cheaty ankle biter, I would say that's that's really the biggest note I can make. Otherwise, the list now has been pretty set for a while. Um, if you want to know some text that I made for my specialist format, though, um, let me pull those up really quickly. Uh, the first thing for my secondary deck, I do run Nerubian uh, Unravel. Did this. Um, I actually, I, oh man, I can look to give credit while we have downtime. Um, mm -hmm. But I pulled this from someone who who absolutely crushed their um, their qualifier, and then someone else who was part of their community mentioned that they did the same thing with it. Um, it runs pretty much everything else. It takes out it takes out a cheaty ankle biter um, to put him in. So I'm curious to see how well that'll work. But that's to play around the priest against priests. You don't really need the cheaty as much. Um, considering they're mostly going to be playing the long game. So when you hit that mid-game, you want to get those Nerubian Ravelers online um, and push it over the edge before they can come back. Um, and then the final note for the Tertiary, um, this deck doesn't run Doom Guards. Um, and this deck is mostly to combat the mid-range hunter. It doesn't run Doom Guards. It actually doesn't run uh, Mountain Giants either. Really? It takes out, yeah, it takes out the Prince Taldrum as well. Oh, you tech in Tark Reapers. Um, a Shadow Bolt, which I'm curious. To, some of these are like, let's mm. just play around with it, whatever. Uh, a Shadow Bolt as well. Um, two Doomsayers, and those seem like the the main changes that are noteworthy. Uh, so yeah, it's it's interesting to see. Um, there's a couple other little tweaks there. If you want, we can talk in DMs, and I'd be happy to share these lists with you. Because um, if anything, it's just a fun way to play Q Block with some different cards than usual. Okay. Um, but yeah, I would say. Again, I've got a 69% win rate with Q-Block, and the only reason I mention that is because I feel like I've got a pretty good grasp on how these techs should work out. Um, but, and, and like I could always, if you have any questions, help advise if needed. So yeah, those are my thoughts. Well put, Eric. Thank you. Um, I think this is probably the last question because it looks like a long one. Um, Jolt Metal Josh yes. asks, one thing I noticed you guys talked about was all of the odd even decks, as well as the decks... Uh, where the main cards used will be rotated. As far as I know, I wouldn't uh, worry uh, too bad about the meta based off those statistics right now. Obviously, midrange hunter would be pretty much uh, will pretty much dominate at the beginning because of how easy it is, uh, just as uh, just to use it about any cards. Um, but wouldn't it be better to speculate with the meta decks right now, as of as of right now before the rotation, rather than um, the top decks? Hmm. Eric, Eric, X, any thoughts on that? I don't understand the question. Okay. Um, I believe he's asking um, about us speculating about what the meta is, is uh, 
about what the tournament specialist tournament is going to look like um, with okay. with the changes that are coming versus now. And I think he's referring to the fact that uh, maybe at least I felt that he was referring to when I was talking about how I was worried that the um, that the, um, the 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 specialist format is going to be dominated by um, two or three different deck deck types. So, so if we look at if we look at his, uh, Magic the Gathering, we're going to pull it. We're going to pull it right back over to that because mm-hmm. it's the same thing, like the sideboarded format, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because you have a sideboard plan when you're going into a Magic tournament. You're like, if I run into this deck, I'm going to tech in these four cards. This right. deck, these ten. You know, whatever. You have your plan. And a lot of people keep it written down in their journal that they're allowed to look at between games. So instead, you just do all of this prep work beforehand. Now, um, in these tournaments, there are uh, there's very old formats. There is modern, uh, which is actually we're just gonna we'll talk about modern because the other ones just start to get crazy. Uh, where modern ha- is like approximately three years, I think three to five years. Magic cards, very few bands, mm-hmm. very few, and. It, as it works out, there is a rotating set of tier one and tier two decks because it's a tournament meta. And so you have to make a meta call based on what's the most popular right now, um, just, you know, on the kitchen table. What's the most popular at our Friday night, Friday night magic at game stores? And what's the most powerful? What does the most broken things? And am I going to bring the most powerful deck? Am I going to bring a deck that beats the most powerful deck? Am I going to bring a deck that beats the deck that beats the most powerful deck? Because that's what I'm expecting. <laughs> I'm These are yeah. the exact yeah. that you consider Absolutely. on top of, well, what if I just bring something no one knows how to play against? Yahtzee. So I would never, I would never think that unless something completely busted happens, for example, Baku again, that we would run into a place where the tournament meta will be stale uh, in the specialist format. Right now, even the top three classes, uh, the top three classes are hunter, hunter, priest, no hunter, warlock, and then priest, uh, followed up by paladin. And the the mid range hunters aren't getting very far. Death rattle hunter is doing a lot better than mid range hunter is, and that's what everyone keeps talking about is the mid range, you know. So, well, this is interesting timing. We just got a, we just got rated right at the end of our podcast with 159 <laughs> people from uh, from the one, the only, the legend himself, Mr. Regis Kilbin. Mr. Regis Kilbin, thank you so much for the raid. Hello, everyone from Regis Kilbin's stream. I appreciate you joining us. Unfortunately, it is at the, the tail end of our of our little podcast here, the orbit. Um, but it's so nice to have you here. Holy crap, that's that's incredible, uh-huh. and that's a big number to read on the screen. So. Um, yeah, uh, X, I think you, 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 you put that once again, in excellent perspective and I appreciate your insight on that. Um, the only thing I wanted to, to add to that was to Josh's comment about, um, or, or, or in response to Josh's question was that, um, I think when it comes to theory crafting and discussing, discussing theory crafting in general, um, that it's not so much about the cards that you're talking about, but the mechanics and the thoughts um, behind those things. You can talk about, we could theory craft about any cards in any format, as long as we're talking about why we're making those choices and how those choices affect um, the gameplay. So getting stuck on the particular cards or, or meta decisions that we're talking about is less important than understanding the, the thought process and the mechanics behind what we're discussing. So um, it would be my only comments to add to to, to what um, uh uh, Exiles so eloqu- eloquently outlined right there. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to want to talk about before we kind of we tie things up here a little bit? 
Well, I figured just because we had a bunch of people just join. Sure. Um, we're in the middle of a just a Q&A section towards the end of our podcast. Um, and so if anyone here has any questions about either, we've gone over the rotation, um, what we think about like the teaser mm-hmm. uh, that's been announced for everything, what we think about you know the cards leaving, uh, what's to expect in the upcoming expansion as far as you know the changes that they've at least let us know about. And then um, now we're just wrapping up kind of conversation about the whole specialist format, the master's qualifiers, everything. Um, if anyone has any questions about those, any of those, please feel free to to share any. We'd be more than happy to to help answer. Excellent, um, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. We also talked about the AMA that was recently discussed um, or recently happened, where um, the developers discussed a lot of the changes that were coming up, their thoughts behind it, things that they had planned for the future as well. Um, we we covered quite a bit in the last hour and a half. Um, so if you guys do want. Ooh. You guys do want to chip in. We are more than willing to to stick around and ask some, answer some of those questions for sure. So the least impactful quest, Mr. Erling, LOL, mm-hmm. as he asks, was unfortunately the Shaman quest. Mm-hmm. I played it so many times after Shutterwalk was released, and mm-hmm. even with Shutterwalk, Megafin wasn't good enough. So, well, no, I guess that makes it the most impactful, but not impactful from a competitive standpoint, more impactful on my heart and how it broke it so many times. It's fair. Very fair. I would argue, because I want to cheat again just so I can reference this one more time, and it's not an actual quest, but I think when you get gold for playing Hearthstone on a Samsung Galaxy S6 <laughs> might be the most limiting <laughs> achievement that you can get in the yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, if you have a Samsung Galaxy S6, not an ad, please go open up Hearthstone on it and play one game and you'll get a reward. Find a friend, uh, log in on their phone. Yeah. Just go to go to your local carrier and just right. say, hey, I just I just need to take this for one second. I'll be right back. And then I'm pretty sure there's people have pretty open policies right. wherever you're based. Um, Anything on your end? Ballsy asked a question as well. Uh, he mm. says, thoughts on uh, the best AoEs leaving the game. Um, he oh. mentions Vanish and Scream. Uh, do you want things like that in the future? Um, Vanish is a is a classic card, so it's not it's not going anywhere. Um, but Scream is leaving. Um, generally speaking, I think um, board clear removal is absolutely imperative in uh, a card game because you otherwise you you don't have a way to empower. Um, control decks to exist. In other words, um, all you'll see is a is a meta filled with with aggro and maybe a little bit of, of, of mid range decks. Um, but you have no way to reward the control decks for playing a control deck because the whole di- idea behind that is you know uh, you, you 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 wait until the turn where you can get all this value, clear the board, and now you can set up to do the big thing that you want to do to win the game. So I, I think that they need to be in there. Um, they just have to be be done right. Um, Priest has seen quite a bit of very very powerful board clears the last few years i mean i loved um light bomb i loved um i mean psychic scream was was great for for counteracting super hyper uh aggro um if you could survive to turn seven um and mass hysteria is i i'm on the fence with mass hysteria because of its randomness um but it's still another powerful board clear that they have so i think that they're imperative to keep a aggro decks in check and b to enable there to be some elements of of control play you guys have any thoughts on that don't put it back in my deck (laughs) i'm serious put it in my hand put it in the graveyard 
don't put it back in my deck because that makes it's very unrewarding for the player who's mm-hmm. playing to the outs that are in their deck. Like, True. if I'm playing even lock and I'm tapping aggressively every turn because I know I need to drop Gul'dan on 10 mm-hmm. to win the game, which you don't against Priest, but for example, mm-hmm. then you Psychic Scream five cards back in my deck. Well, five more times I need to tap to find Gul'dan. It's like, it feels very unrewarding because you're trying to accomplish your plan and not only does it screw it up from by completely destroying your board presence, but it also completely destroys your deck. It's a double punish. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's it's a very powerful card. Twisting Twisting Nether is eight mana and is a third of the power. Yes. So, and I, I agree. That's an excellent point comparison. to make. Yeah, excellent point to make. I, I, and, I, and I would I would want to emphasize that I agree with 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 what X is saying. I I do think that the board clears have to be done right, but they're mm-hmm. they're absolutely imperative to be in the game um, if you want to see any kind of diversity in the meta. Yeah, and then um, real quick on my end, I mean, I think. Because I think you were kind of mentioning uh, here. I'm going to go back really quickly. Uh, leaving the game. Do you want things like that in the future? So, um, if you're even asking specifically like <laughs> those kind of board effects where it removes things from the board and then either puts them in a hand or takes them off. Um, I mean, I think they went over that pretty well. Um, I, I think Priest will be getting another kind of removal of some kind because just mass hysteria. I'd is going to be tough to commit to. Um, the same way I think Mage is going to get some additional kind of board clear. I know they just got Blast Wave, but with Dragon's Fury rotating, um, that's such a hard hit. Dragon's Fury has been the core of mm-hmm. a Control Mage deck for since mm-hmm. it's existed. Um, so it'll be, like everyone else had said, they're definitely going to be generating new removal spells, but I think they're going to be generating just the same power level cards, honestly. Um, and unless it gets to a situation where control really overpowers the meta um i don't know i'm i I think you can expect to see similar power level cards in the game going forward um and i did want to ask or bring up one thing uh because it was right before ballsy so i want to make sure uh game lair game Mm -hmm. lair tim made sure that we saw their question Mm -hmm. um but they said what do you feel is the most questionable recent change the one that makes you the most nervous we actually talked about this a little bit yeah we actually talked about this a little bit um if you if you want to know the answer to that, you could always go back and watch the pod- turtleorbit.gg as soon as we start hosting it again on our website. <laughs> well done, sir. plug. Well done. Um, do either of you have have a uh, an answer off the top of your head for this one? Hmm. If we're talking about um, the recent changes as far as the nerfs versus the rotation, I think is an important uh, distinction to make. I get the impression he's talking about the recent nerfs. Hmm. Is that, is that what you guys are reading here too? Unless you can clarify I, otherwise. Yeah, I read it that way to be honest. Okay. Um, my biggest my biggest issue um, with that is it came too little too late. Um, it might, at that point, they might as well have just waited for the um, for the uh, for the rotation. Um, but they're talking about being more aggressive in the future, which makes me happy. So, yeah. And yeah, just to keep it trim, I mean. They've done a very good job with the recent changes. I, I I truly think they've. There's been things where they could have done more, but the fact that they just were able to not only react so quickly, um, but be so transparent with it and and kind of make these changes so quick uh, after they were announced, like that's all very promising. I think from anyone who's been playing Hearthstone for, you know, if you've played Hearthstone even a year before they started this big trend in the past four months, you would you would be able to tell it's night and day the way mm-hmm. that they address them. So. Honestly, I think it's much more promising uh, than anything. The concerns, I don't know. They could always do more, but 
at this point the fact that it's it's almost like you've seen nothing for the longest time that seeing something something happen is in in the manner that they've done it is is like you feel you're greedy asking for more you know yeah and you bring up an interesting point there though i don't want i i think it's it's if we're if we're going to be doing um the game of favor we need to be critical of something that we enjoy to make sure that it maintains the level of joy that we feel for it and I, so I think it's I don't want it to be a situation of where we look at this and go, hey, I'm just glad they're doing something. So I don't want to complain. Um, you know, it's like one of those things. Well, hey, you know what? They only you know, they only whipped us with with six lashes today instead of eight. So that's 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 an improvement. Um, uh, that is a dramatic example. But I think you get what I'm saying here. Um like I said, it was too little, too late. Like even even after that, there were cards that were that still needed to be addressed. Like um, like naturalized. Well, if you did all these other nerfs, why didn't you just take care of naturalized right then and there? Why did you wait for naturalized to allow uh, a deck that uh, that is pervasive and oppressive to just continue for a few more weeks when you literally just did a nerf? And so people are like, well, why didn't that card go then? Why do we got to wait six more weeks? That would be that would be one of the things that I would hope that they don't do in the future and, and just say, well, yeah. we're going to nerf some. We know these other ones need to be nerfed, but we're going to wait another month and tell you we're going to wait another month to do it. That to me is just um, – I hope that they, they, they shy away from that in the future. So, Yeah. I think All we're right. good. But one, or one question left? Yeah. You I good think, with that? I think we're good with that. Yep. Let's do one last one. Um, so here's, well, actually, I mean, Lobster has the question about wild, which we don't spend much time doing. Sure. If you want to address a wild question, let's do that. Oh boy. For our last question, we might as well show a little love to the wild format. That's tough. Do you think you'd be able to provide the insight required for a question? Like, um, like whether Absolutely. or not. Yeah. Okay. So Lobster <laughs> yeah. asks, Lobster, good friend of the stream. Uh, Absolutely. how do you think wild is going to end up with odd and even plus the new expansion? So I, uh, so Obviously, we don't know any of the new expansion cards yet. So what you are asking is, what is Blizzard going to do for Wild moving forward? And the answer is the same thing that they've done for it the past couple of years. Nothing. They're going to use it as their dumping ground for, for especially overpowered cards and never attempt to fix it. They've shown this time and time again. And every time you think they're going to do something for Wild, they rescind that idea. So here we are. Yep. Sorry, well, Lobster. I no, Aviana answer you wanted, but it is what it is. We can't go away from the truth. Wild is going. To, Wild is going to see until they address fundamentally um, what Gen and Baku enable. Wild is going to see Gen and Baku decks uh, for time immemorial because it's just too powerful of a mechanic to try to not work. We talked about this last week when we were talking about the nerfs leaving. If you have a deck that has any chance of of, of being made into a Gen or Baku deck. People uh, who are going to design those decks are first going to try to make it work in that way first because it's so powerful. And only if they can't get it to work optimally in that way, then they'll then they'll make it without either Gen or Baku. So until they address what they what they empower, you're going to see those decks forever in in, in Wild, in my opinion. Yeah, and I'm right there with them. Um, they've shown nerfs here and there to cards that were too pervasive and Wild, mm-hmm. and so. There's some precedent for it, but I think Blizzard already is, is has mentioned how comfortable they are with the fact that Wild is in its position to sort of live up to its namesake. Um, and it's sort of this Wild West of just like anything goes. And so, again, I think they're both both my ghosts are completely right. You, you, they would have to very, very, I don't know, 
they'd have to overhaul the format in a very big way. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem like too like there's a sense of urgency for um, on Blizzard's end. So expect to keep seeing Odd Paladin. Yes. <laughs> expect to keep seeing uh, yeah, well, pretty much any know. any odd even yeah exactly shaman. It's just all gonna it's all gonna be there. Um, and if anything, you can look forward to the fact that maybe they'll get to sprinkle in a couple other cards to to keep it exciting. Right. But as we know, with the power level changes that they've tried to address, who knows how many will be as good as cards that already exist. So it'll be interesting, but best of luck to the wild players. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I hate playing against them in standard anymore. Uh, yeah. I, I can't even imagine when you've got the, some of the, you know, some of the traditionally super powerful cards to contend with in there as well. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we could talk about I'm this. Not gonna lie. What? Not gonna lie. Uh, Gen and Baku are fine in wild because you have to compare them to Barnes. Barnes is the biggest issue in Wild. Oh, 100 percent Yeah. Until they until they touch Barnes, I don't even want to talk about Wild. So yeah, so somebody's gonna make uh a Barnes um y Sarge uh even deck. I don't you even played know. Played Warcraft. Good. You know how to say Yasharaj. <laughs> Yasharaj. Yeah. Oh boy. But yeah. I think that's the I, best perspective. We I can was play. kidding, Captain. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think that uh, I think that about does it. We we, we gave you a, uh, about twenty minutes more to show than we were planning on today, but you know we didn't want to um, we didn't want to uh, alienate all of the the kind raiders that came in. Hopefully, um, those of you that joined us from from Regis stream. Um, and again, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Kilbin, for the kind raid. Uh, we are all huge fans of you uh, of you here, yes. um, and I've been a member of your community and uh, enjoy your community as well. So thank you so much for that, and thank you again, everyone from from that uh, stream for joining us as well. Um, we do this every Wednesday um, at nine o'clock Eastern, six p.m. Pacific. Um, so I hope that you guys um, will come back and, and give us a shot uh, next week uh, on our next episode. And, but we thank you for being here in, in the meantime. Um, we did cover a lot of topics today. We talked about the, um, the, the dev AMA. We talked about the changes to, to the competitive format and uh, the introduction of the specialist uh, deck style. Um, and, uh, and we had a nice little uh, discussion with you guys at the end. And I think we, we covered a lot of ground today, guys. So I think with that, uh, I think it's a good time to, to, to call tonight. So once again, everyone, thank you for being here. My name is Azrael, Azrael as it gets. Um, and I um, hope to see you guys again in the future. Have a good night. Um, Eric and, and X, if you'd like to say anything. Buy the merch. <laughs> Buy the merch. We do this because we're part of an organization called Eternal Orbit with three other members. Uh, and you can get cool merch if you go to our website, eternalorbit.gg. Uh, very sincerely, thank you, everyone, for your time tonight. We, this, is like, this is our second episode. We've been having a lot of fun and a lot of excitement doing it. You should see us in the Discord call before the the, the stream starts. Uh, but it's very cool, and the amount of support we receive has been awesome. So we just appreciate all of that. Thank you very sincerely. All right. X, have a good night. Eric, have a good night. Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for being here. See you next week. Goodbye. Okay. The Orbit.